Welcome to Freedom Talk with Pastor Robert Bennett of Freedom Church in Auburn. Are you looking for a genuine relationship with God to experience His joy and His love, eliminate doubt and fear in your life, and find your God-given purpose? Today on Freedom Talk, you'll find answers in today's message through God's Word. Now, let's join Pastor Robert. today is how to start a personal spiritual fire. How to start a personal spiritual fire. You know, our country has been in a spiritual decline, and now it's moving faster than I've ever seen in my lifetime. It is very sad to watch what's happening with our country. And the reason why the decline is happening so fast is, I'm going to be honest with you, it is directly related to the church and how the church is doing as a whole in the United States of America. The spiritual temperature in the church impacts the world, impacts our country, impacts the world. We can blame it on politicians. We can blame it on this or that. But really, the reality is the church has been in a slumber. The church has been in a cold state for a long time. And it's time for you and I to start a personal spiritual fire. Can somebody say amen? Amen. And so if the church is cold, then our impact spiritually will be very minimal. But if the church is on fire, the impact will be undeniable. And so I love a quote from the great evangelist Reinhard Bonnke. He was an evangelist, a German evangelist to Africa. He, he won millions and millions of people to Jesus Christ through the crusades there in Africa. He has gone home to be with the Lord I love this quote by him about fire and spiritual fire. He says, A God of fire is the only one there is. Our God is not like an iceberg, but he is like a forest fire. He is never compared to the moon with its cool glow, but rather to the sun, radiating warmth. He dwells in the light of the rising sun. Whatever he does shines brightly and is carried out with burning desire and blazing purpose. And that's why Jesus said in the book of Revelation that he wants us to either be hot or cold. He said, pick one or the other, but don't be right in the middle. He said, be hot, be on fire for the Lord. He wants people and he wants our, the church to be on fire for God. And some will say, you know, our, our country has fallen so fast? Why has it fallen so fast? And you look at the threat now of Marxism and socialism and communism. You know, these terms way back, even a few decades ago, were despised, were looked down upon because countries outside of ours know what that means and know the devastation and the control, the absence of God and how horrible it is to live under those conditions, those control conditions of poverty because those systems are man-made demonic systems that do not work and they fail every time. And our country is the exception. We are the exception because of our Christianity, 
because of the church being on fire for God. Everything has to do with the spiritual climate of the church, and that's you and me. I love the story of a father who was with his daughter, his little girl. The father wanted to read a magazine, but he was bothered by his little girl, Shelby. She wanted to know what the United States looked like. And finally, he tore a sheet out of his magazine on which he had was printed a map of the United States of America. And he tore it into small pieces. He, he made like a little puzzle for her. He gave it to her. And he said, go into the other room. He's a little bothered. And see if you can put it together. He wanted to buy himself some time so he could have some alone time. So she went into the other room and began to put this puzzle together of the United States of America. He said, that will show you what our whole country looks like. So after only a minute or two, she came back and she had the whole thing put together. And he was going, what is, how did you do that? You have no idea what the United States of America looks like. How did you put that together so fast? He said, well, Dad, I, I looked on the other side and there was a picture of Jesus. And I put that picture of Jesus together. And when I put that together, the whole United States came together. And that's exactly what is holding our country together is Jesus Christ and the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's how our country was founded. When we put Jesus first in our country, then everything else falls in line. Our country is so far in debt right now and going further and further. You know, when I was in my 20s, it was a big thing that the United States of America was $3 trillion in debt. And now we are reaching towards $30 trillion in debt. It is out of control. And we're not thinking about the next generation at all. But that is a direct result of the spiritual bankruptcy of our nation and of our country. There are so many things going on. You know, you see it in the news all the time of the things that are being taught in our schools, immorality, sexual immorality, gone so far away from what the word of God says. And God says, I won't be mocked. There are consequences to living apart from his ways. And so now it's more important than ever for us to have a personal spiritual fire because it does impact the people around us. Anyways, it's true of the times that we live in. If the church catches a spiritual fire, then the nation will be greatly impacted. So how do we start a personal spiritual fire? I've got about four points. How do we start a personal spiritual fire? Because when we start a personal spiritual fire, other people will be impacted. But I want to tell you this. We don't start a fire so that we can impact others. That's not the reason. We start a personal spiritual fire so that we can impact us personally. We need to be on fire for God. The end result, though, will that the people around us will be impacted. That's an automatic result. You know, as a family, uh, we love to go camping every year. We'll go camping two, three times a year. When I first started making fires when we were camping, I was horrible at it. It took me hours to get it's it's not easy to start a fire but and i and my thank god for my father-in-law i remember one time he and i were we were all camping and we were in this uh lodge at one point and i started i started trying to start a fire and he just smiled he was watching me i had the the logs too close to each other so it couldn't breathe you know air and oxygen couldn't get in and i was having a really tough time and he said you know you need to open that thing up 
and let the let some air get in there because because there's ingredients to make a fire start. And so he helped me along. And now when we go camping, I can get a, a fire going pretty pretty quickly. And I know how to do it now. I know how to get I know how to the structure of it to, for air to get in there. And I know how to put the right type of kindling to start it. Things like we save uh, egg cartons, you know, the cardboard ones, and we stuff them with paper. Those are great. I'm, get, I'm getting good at it now. You need three, basically three things to start a fire. You need fuel, something to burn. You need heat, like a, a spark or a match. And you need air or oxygen. And if you take any of these three out of the equation, you will not have a fire. Starting a spiritual fire, a personal spiritual fire, needs certain elements as well. And I'm going to give you some of them uh, right now. So the first one, how to start a personal spiritual fire. Number one, this is obvious, but it's so true. Daily be in the word of God. Now, it's a source of heat. When you open up the pages of that book or you open up your phone and you start to get into the word of God, you are opening yourself up to a holy spiritual fire that is entering into you as you read the the words of God to you. Hebrews 12, 29 says, our God is a consuming fire. So when you're hearing his word and his words and you're in the word every day, you are kindling a spiritual fire within you by being in the word. Let the word of God get into you. And when you do, let the word change you. You have to listen to what the word is saying. And then you have to change accordingly. God doesn't need to change. He's already complete. He's already holy. But we need to change. Fallen man, even in the born-again state, needs to change every day. And we need to listen, do what the word is saying, and we need to repent. Let me give you an example. So I talked about debt earlier. There's also personal debt. The Bible says don't don't go there. Don't get into debt. We're tempted every day to borrow. And then when we start to borrow, we don't listen to what the word of God says, then then it it starts to squelch a, a, a fire within you because now you've got a canopy of debt over you and it begins to weigh you down, even spiritually. And the Bible says, look, it's not sin, but it's not wise. To, to go into debt. I tell you what, when the day that my wife and I went out of debt, we'd been praying for years and taking steps, did the Financial Peace University class, and I had to get it in my mind, don't borrow, don't borrow, don't borrow, cut up the cards. And the day that my wife and I went out of debt, you want to talk about a spiritual fire. <laughs> you want to talk about joy unspeakable and full of glory. Man, we were leaping and jumping for joy. It, it sets you free. When you're not under that debt, that's listening to the word of God. It's repenting and changing your ways. You're walking one way and you turn and start walking the other way towards God and you do things his way. And then you start to get free and the, you start to live in that holy fire again because that's because God is a consuming fire and that's where he is. Do you follow what I'm saying? Amen. So let the word of God come in and burn out anything in you that is against him. So daily be in the word and let it change you. All right, number two, how to start a personal spiritual fire. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. So the Bible says to be baptized and immersed in the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the breath of God. He is the oxygen needed, so vitally important to keeping that fire going in your life. Filled with the Holy Spirit means that you walk in the Spirit 
and not in the flesh. And we need to remind ourselves of that every day because we live in physical bodies. We live in the flesh, and our flesh has its own mind and its own desires. And daily we have to put that down and say, no, no. Jesus is in charge of my body. Jesus is in charge of my life. I'm going to live in the spirit. I'm not going to live according to the flesh. Because walking in sin and the flesh will squelch a spiritual fire real fast. It's like pouring water on that spiritual fire when we give in to sin. Our moral decline in America didn't happen overnight. It has been gradual throughout the years and gradual throughout the decades. One by one, the church has been giving in to the flesh. The church has, I, I really believe that's why our pulpits are not on fire, is because we have pastors that are walking in the flesh and not in the Holy Spirit. And when you walk in the Spirit, you're walking in the Holy Fire, and it comes out of the pulpit too, and then lives are changed and things like that. We need to pray that our pastors in America get on fire for God and stop walking in the flesh and start walking in the Holy Spirit. Can somebody say amen? Amen. This pastor right here is on fire this morning. Can somebody tell? When you say yes to Jesus and you say no to sin, you are adding fuel to your personal spiritual fire. God, I say yes to you. God, I say yes to your Holy Spirit today. I say no to the flesh. I say no to the temptation because I want to keep that fire going in me. You are taking the lighter fluid. Have you ever done that? The fire is small and you, you take lighter fluid, you pour it on a little fire and what does it do? It, it grows and it gets, it gets bigger. We need to do the same. We need to have that fire grow in our lives and we do that by walking in the spirit. If you do mess up, what do you do? You confess, you repent, you turn away from it and, and do that immediately because you don't want to drift away from God. And that will happen if you continually give in to the flesh and to continually give in to sin and that light begins to dampen in your life, you will begin to drift away from the Lord and you don't want that. And that's why we're in such a mess right now. So many people have drifted away from the Lord and it's time to come back. It's time to come back. We need his holy fire upon us because that's when the church will start walking in authority again. That's when the church will start having influence again. You know, in our culture, when the church was on fire, it, it influenced movies. It influenced Hollywood. The movie producers checked in with the church and said, is this okay? Because they knew the church was, had walked in authority. But we've lost our authority and we need to get it back. And it's time to get it back. So we need to be filled with the Holy Spirit and fire. Number three, worship and pray. How to start a personal spiritual fire? Worship and pray. Worship at home. Worship in your car. Worship here at church when you come to church. And by the way, come to church. One of the signs of decline in the American church is that many people do not go to church anymore. And we wonder why things are spiritually the, the way they are. It's because people are not committed to a local body of believers. It needs to be a personal practice of everyone and a priority of everyone to be at church together. Why? Because when a coal is removed from a pile of burning coals, it loses its fire 
when it's set there alone by itself. And the same is true of us. When we neglect fellowship with other believers, then we are neglecting that group fire, and it easily fades out and phases out. When we come together, we are encouraged. The fire is ignited. The fire is is built up, and we are encouraged when we are together. We are challenged when we are together. We are held accountable when we are together. We receive discipleship when we come together. And that keeps that fire strong in you and in me. Amen? Amen. When you know, hey, I'm going to church on Sunday, and there's, that is, uh, without question, top priority, then you, then you know you keep yourself accountable during the week because I'm going to see brothers and sisters so-and-so, and they're going to look at me and say, what's going on with you when I come to church? Right? Yeah. Right. And you've got that in your mind. Uh, not because we're just being strange and weird when people come to church and you're, you know, you're making it uncomfortable. No, this is a place where it's comfortable. It's loving. It's the love of God. We're encouraging each other. We're building each other up. In that, we are accountable to each other. You follow what I'm saying? Amen. Amen. When you come to church and you're in worship, don't just stand there and stare at the screen when we're singing. Get into it. Sing with all of your heart. Lift your hands. Get into it because you're kindling a spiritual fire for yourself. And it's building a fire with all of us around. Don't get strange. Don't get weird on us. But, but build a fire for yourself. Focus on Jesus and sing with all of your heart. And God will ignite a fire in you. And pray. Pray like never before. I got that recently. We got a word. I got a word from the Lord. A bunch of us did separately, but it all matched together on Thursday night. Pray, pray, pray. More prayer, more prayer. Because when we pray more, the fire is is burning and it's burning hot. So we need to pray more. Okay. So worship and prayer. And then number four, how to start a personal spiritual fire. Share your faith. It does something to you. When you share your faith, you say, hey, I want to tell you about Jesus. And you've got somebody that's going to listen to you, and they start asking you questions. It gets you, gets you going, you know, and then you get excited about it. And when the disciples were filled with the Holy Spirit, there was literal flames on top of their heads, and they went out in holy fire, and they shared their faith to the world outside. They weren't timid anymore. They weren't afraid anymore. They weren't hiding for their lives. They went out in Holy Spirit fire and began to preach the good news. Sharing your faith is an ignition source. It gets you going when you share the gospel, when you share the good news. So share your faith. The reason why the church has lost its backbone, has lost its influence, has lost its authority in our country is because we've lost our fire. And when the Acts Church went out in miracle power in the book of Acts, they didn't care what people thought. It was because all because that church, the first church, the beginning of the church, was on holy fire. Jesus spoke messages in the book of Revelation to specific churches. And if we look at those churches, we can see a glimpse, a picture of the state of the church. Our church, yes, and the church as a whole. 
And if we listen to what Jesus is saying to those churches, it will do something to us. Let me give you an example of this. We can learn from this. Look at Revelation chapter 3, verse 14, the church of Laodicea. I had never seen this before. I've read this so many times, but I had never seen this before. Verse 19, he's, Jesus says, So be diligent and turn away from your indifference. Now, the word indifference in just the English language, if you look at the definition of indifference, it, it is this, marked by lack of interest. This is, he's talking to the church. Marked by lack of interest, lack of enthusiasm or concern for something, apathetic and mediocre. So he says, you've gone mediocre, you've gone halfway, you've gone lukewarm, you are marked by indifference and have a lack of interest in the things of God, a lack of interest and a lack of enthusiasm for the things of God. And he says, repent, turn away from that, and get on fire for me, God says. Which goes back, now the translators of that uh, New Living Translation, I think, chose a really good word to define that what Jesus is saying there, because the, the King James says this, be zealous, therefore, and repent. Be zealous, therefore, and repent. Do you, want to, do you want to hear what that word zealous means in the original language? It means this. Are you ready for this? It means to burn with zeal. To burn with zeal. Jesus is saying, get back on fire for me again. Repent from the lukewarmness. Repent from going halfway with the Lord. Amen. Amen. Jesus is calling the church. He's calling the church in the United States of America to get on fire for him again. And it starts with you and it starts with me to have a personal spiritual fire. So I'm going to date myself. I'm going to show my age here. But when I was growing up in Sunday school, I sang this song. And it, uh, I'm just going to read to you the words. Hopefully I'm not going to break into singing it. I might, I, I'm tempted to because I, love, I just love this song. It says this. It only takes a spark to get a fire going. And soon all those around can warm up to its glowing. That's how it is with God's love. Once you've experienced it, you'll spread his love to everyone. You'll want to pass it on. The song is called Pass It On. Anybody remember that song? The second verse says, What a wondrous time is spring when all the trees are budding. The birds began to sing. The flowers start their blooming. That's how it is with God's love. Once you've experienced it, you'll want to sing. It's fresh like spring. You'll want to pass it on. I wish for you, my friend, the third verse. I wish for you, my friend, this happiness that I've found. You can depend on God or depend on him. It matters not where you're bound. I'll shout it from the mountaintop. Praise God. I want my world to know the Lord of love has come to me. I want to pass it on. It's time to start a personal spiritual fire. Would you all stand with me? And would you lift up your hands and just in full surrender and say, God, go ahead and start that fire 
in me. I've got your instructions. I've got the word of God. I, I know what to do. And I want to be in you all the way. I receive your holy fire. Jesus is saying, get back on fire for me again. Thank you for joining us today on Freedom Talk with Pastor Robert Bennett of Freedom Church in Auburn. Freedom Talk is all about equipping you to walk in God's freedom every day. With a focus on outreach, Freedom Church loves to be part of what God is doing all over the world, both locally and globally. You can join Freedom Church for services Sundays at 10 a.m. at 4065 Grass Valley Highway in Auburn. We'd love to meet you, pray with you, have you visit as a guest, or you can join online at freedom-church.tv. If you enjoyed this message, we'd love to hear from you. To ask for prayer or say hello, visit our website and click on Connect Card at freedom-church.tv. Join us next week at this time as we continue our journey of freedom in God's Word on Freedom Talk.